<laughs> hey, everybody. Hi, guys. Well, from downtown Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank. And I'm Dan. Coming up on today's episode, we've got the Ten Commandments. All ten of them. It's ten. The, it's the top ten. It's the... Uh, <laughs> God's top ten it's list. It's the Decalogue, <laughs> as they call it. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to be oh, we're gonna nailing those bastards down. God. Yeah, that probably doesn't actually sound that very exciting. Oh, well, we're going to make it exciting. Yeah, it's going to be pretty cool. Oh, I think our listeners know. (laughs) We're going to have some fun with this. Everybody, I think you're all anticipating some fun. Oh, yeah. Oh, goodness gracious. Well, well, well. Another fine week in the world. Yeah. Going by. Yeah. Got bad things coming, though. What do you mean? Bad things coming down the pike. Dan, what do you mean? I don't know if you heard about this, but the Mayans have predicted the end of the world. Whoa. In like a month. No, next no. month. What is what is this? We're all going to die. Wait, wait a second. Probably the whole world's going to explode. Back up. You need to you need to give us a little <laughs> a little backstory here. Who are these Mayans? <laughs> is is it a group of like environmental scientists? Yes, that's a group it, of No, they're a they're yes, they're a bunch of hippies in the woods. <laughs> No, you know. Okay, so we got these Mayan folks in the uh, in the Mesoamericas. Is it Mezzo oh. or South? I think it's Mezzo. I think it's Mezzo. Mezzo Americas. Anyway, I don't know. It might be South America. Go with South. We, we, uh, we got Guatemala. That's Mezzo. That's Guatemala. Guatemala. That's Mezzo. That's Mezzo. Anyway, yeah. okay. So the uh, the Mayans. I didn't realize well, yeah. that there's still people around now calling themselves Mayans that are still Mayans. Yeah, the, yeah. They're still around. Yeah. There what? There was a really good restaurant here in Salt Lake <laughs> called the Mayan. What what Franklin is referring to right now, my, our lovely dear <laughs> listeners, is this god awful monstrosity that had like animatronic Mayan like rock sculptures that would talk to you and parrots and divers oh the divers (laughs) that would dive from the top of their big rock fake Mm -hmm. rock structure down into their pool yeah 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 oh it was fun while you while you enjoyed your your bad mexican food really bad burrito really awful really bad but it was it was right next to the uh to the giant megaplex theaters so yeah well you could make a dinner and a movie of it and just have show after show Mm, yeah. <laughs> so we're talking about the people we're who inspired talking about actual Mayan that peoples. restaurant. Okay. And of course, everybody knows that, that there is a Mayan calendar and that the Mayans were actually pretty good at calendar making. Oh, they were really good at calendar making. Mayans were actually, I think, were the first people to come up with like a, a mathematically significant concept of the number zero. I think oh, really? actually in their in their like they were they were good at the whole math and stuff you know every every peoples on the planet eventually mm-hmm. had to start like looking to the stars to figure out what's going to happen next yeah, and sort of yeah sure so they these guys really sorted out their calendar system yeah uh, and but they did it it's interesting they actually what I didn't know is that they did it from a starting point which was theoretically uh, according to their um, lore. According mm. to their mm. their uh, tradition, they did it. There was a starting point, which was the sort of creation of the world point, oh, okay. which was either depending on where you're looking, August 11th or 13th in the year uh, 3114 BC. Wow. Yeah. Aug- I didn't know that there was even an August back then. Well, I mean, you know, wow, okay. I don't think anybody was so keeping they... track of August back then. But, oh, but but they're just saying like. 
Like if you translate, to them, if you train, was... translate their calendar to ours, uh-huh. it would have been in August. So according to them, the Earth started like light, like what, what, like what almost on my birthday. What began though on August 11th? Uh, stuff. I don't know. Some creation date. It was a mythical creation. So the Earth was everything was created on August 11th. Yeah, it, everything started right around mid-August. <laughs> and then like a need for a celebration yeah so they then know, so wow. then they did so then they did uh uh this thing where they they have this what they call the long count calendar um the creation day is written as 13.0.0.0.0 mm. uh, on the long count calendar i don't know about that and then november 13th 2720 bce why are they writing bc they should be writing BCE. Anyway, twenty seven twenty BCE. Wow. I love that they're using Calendar that they're Nazi. using well no, I just love that they're using <laughs> a a Christian phrase mm-hmm. to talk about another religion's calendar. Oh, okay. Before Christ. <laughs> the Mayans really love that Christ guy. Well, Quetzalcoatl. Hello. <laughs> You're Quetzalcoatl. Yeah, okay. Anyway, uh so so then then uh that next date that I said is written as one uh dot zero dot zero dot zero dot zero and then february 16th 2325 was written as two dot zero dot zero dot zero etc etc all the way down to december 21 or 23 depending on which one you're looking at oh. um uh 2012 that would be coming up this year that, yeah very soon um, in fact depending on and uh it's written as 13 dot zero dot zero dot zero dot zero Okay. And I think that's, I think the concept is, the idea is that that's the last one that they actually wrote down that had a dot zero dot zero. Can't somebody just write a 14 dot zero dot zero dot zero dot zero at some point? Well, it does seem like they could have, they just stopped. Numbers do keep going. He, he, well, but why did they stop? Oh, that's, that's an interesting question. question. So what, what did, what are people saying? Well, they're saying it's the end of the world. Why? Doomsday. Because the numbers <laughs> stopped, Frank. Obviously. Well, sooner or later, they're going to stop. No, they could just keep going. They could just keep writing them. I mean, I think they're chiseling them in, into rock, which makes it yeah. harder. But yeah, I mean, if there are still Mayan people to this day, they could be going out, you know. And chiseling into Millennia. They, yeah. they, they could be into the, you know, into Buck Rogers time by yeah, now. Yeah, some sort of perpetual calendar thing. Yeah. Like, you know. Yeah, they could uh, they could have flip books. Yeah, or something. Yeah, I don't well, know, like, like one of those little slide rule things, the perpetual calendar. Sure. Yeah, you you just... have, have one of those. Be like, what is what day but will my birthday be? But it's big and made in of the year stone. But it's big right? and it's made of stone. So you have it's like a stargate thing where you have to like spin it all around and stuff. Ooh, wouldn't that yeah. be fun? Yeah, You're like oh, what's what's you know two hundred and thirty-three Oh yeah. Oh, it's you know November it's Thursday four hundred and it's November thirtieth in the year four thousand six hundred and twenty-two. Yeah. Okay. All right. <clears throat> anyway, um, so here's what's really funny about all this. Of course, huh? we've all heard of this, and you know, it's it's very much in the in the common lexicon, the common understanding of yeah. Uh, it's in pop culture now. Uh-huh. So there's a bunch of people who are like doing. Guided tours of the Mayan ruins and stuff. Mm, They're capitalizing mm-hmm. on this thing. Of course they uh, are. Yeah. Hello. Including even, I loved this, a, uh, a $5,300 ticket for a 28-day 
La Ruta Maya bike tour that will begin in Costa Rica and end on December 21st in Belize. Wow. <laughs> oh, no. I guess so well, that you're at ground zero when the when the shit hits the fan? Yeah. I don't know. I guess. I don't know. That's... But the Mayans, the current Mayans are not happy about all of this. The current Mayans say, hey, stop making money off of misinterpretations of our calendar. Well, they should have. I mean, if they're so upset, then add and put a 14 out there. Well. Make another round of this thing. No, I think what they're really upset about is these people shouldn't be making money off of this. We should be making money <laughs> off of this because they want the government. They want like government recognition of themselves and they want like, they, oh. yeah, they're trying to make money off of this thing. Oh, no way. Are yeah. you serious? Yeah. yeah they're, no, they're no, trying no, to no, do no. It. That's the, not cool. Yeah, they're like, we, we are speaking out against deceit, lies, and twisting of the truth and turning us into folklore for profit. They are not telling the truth about time cycles, says this guy, who then it goes on to say that he they, uh, they, they, uh, they want uh, the government to recognize their, their own uh, dealy whopper there and get some money. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, okay. You know what? There's room for everyone to make money off of this stupidity. I think I think everyone can make a can make a buck and come out okay. Yeah, yeah. Frankly, if they marketed themselves right, ah, they could, would be the ones to go to. Oh yeah, they would be. The, yeah, I mean, absolutely. Get I want to hear it from the horse's mouth. Right, so to speak, exactly. Right? Like I want to like get something together, you guys. Get yeah. some fireworks going off of the big, you know, the Mayan pyramids there, uh-huh. and uh, and. Well, all you need is a good headdress type thing. Oh, for sure. If you're Mayan, right. you get a headdress and you maybe like up. some sort of like funky, jangly skirt yeah. slash whatever thing. Do some, do some cool new agey nonsense. Get some good boots. You do, know? Some, uh, do some singing and some dancing. Mm-hmm. Light some candles. Yeah. You will have... Burn you, some incense. People will pay buku oh dollars God. to come yeah. down for that yeah. for that celebration. And we might still be in a recession, but Americans are stupid. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> well, and it's not just Americans. You'll get <laughs> Germans coming in. You'll oh, get the true. Europeans yeah. coming in like crazy. Yeah. It would be... They, 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 they stand to make a tidy sum. Oh, yeah. You know what? Just hit the damn internet, you Mayans. Yeah. Yeah. God. I, th- yeah. I think they just... They missed the boat. They did. Yeah. Maybe maybe tw- maybe December twenty first, twenty twelve, is the year the Mayans lose the plot in terms of getting themselves the money back that they oh, that they lost throughout. The- oh. <laughs> they were predicting. They were like, "Oh shit, this is." They, they, it it was, literally is the it, end. Of- it was like a Nostradamus esque prediction, but yeah. it was just like it's the end of the Mayans. Oh. It's not the end. Of, it's that, that makes me sad. Oh yeah. Oh damn. Boo hoo. <laughs> <laughs> That's wow. That's that's crazy. Yeah. Um, well, Dan, um, I, I was over here a few weeks ago at your place. Yeah, um, and we were all hanging out. And you mean in? Uh, thank God, I'm Atheist Tower. Yes, downtown. Yes. yes. <laughs> Although we were on the first floor of the tower. <laughs> yes, indeed. Um, let's see. Um, yeah, and we were watching something called the American Bible Challenge. <laughs> <laughs> So I just yes, wanted to bring we it were. up because the Desert News sort of reminded me of it. And I, and I feel like our listeners <laughs> need to know about, about this, this show. Oh. Um, it's, because it's, it may be worth a gander if you can stomach it. Yeah. Well, what, what the Desert News has to say about it is that it's more than a game. 
<laughs> oh. It says, the American Bible Challenge, colon, more than a game. That's the headline. Mm. Um, and, uh, and it, it talks about how it's like a little bit of reality show. Oh. It's a little bit about, it, it, it's an amalgam of pop culture and Bible literacy <laughs> and charitable giving. Oh, that's right, because the money goes to a charity, yeah, which is bullshit. That's uh, give the people the money. Give people some money. They've 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 come on your stupid show. Let them give it to charity. Yeah, let them let them give ten percent or, or whatever they give. Yeah, you know, and mm-hmm. and I'm sure that most of them would give most of it to you know fifty percent to charity. But let them keep it. Sure, whatever. They're the they're the nerds that studied the Bible. They, yeah. they're the ones that earned it. Well, anyways, yeah. if you haven't heard of the show at all, <laughs> do check it out. It's on GSN. Um, it's, it's, it's hosted by been their biggest hit. Oh, game show network. It's, it's their biggest hit. hit. Oh, of course it Two is. Two million viewers tuned in for the premiere. Well, you know, if you can dr- lure, uh, what's his name? Jeff, Jeff Foxworthy, Foxworthy away from fifth graders to do it. <laughs> you know, you've got something special on oh, your hands. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. So he's hosting it. If you think that Job is not as good a guy as Samuel, you might be a Bible scholar. I don't, I, I don't even know what that is. I just picked two random biblical names. Uh, yeah. It was my yeah. Foxworthy impression. Um, I would like you, Dan, to guess, though, the three best markets in the United States for For American show. Bible Challenge? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, okay. We're doing a little. We're doing a little game show here for you. <laughs> I'm gonna have to run this down a little bit. Okay. It has to have a decent supply of old people, because I feel like old people would really enjoy it. I I, feel I, like- I will give you a hint. Um, their biggest um, demographic is women aged 25 to 54. Oh. Yeah. Oh, it's you know it's daytime TV. Oh, is it? I think so. Oh, I don't know. Oh. I don't know. All GSN is daytime TV. Like, the game show network even in the evening it's daytime TV. yeah okay um okay so i'm gonna say three cities three cities i'm going for markets. city markets okay uh-huh. yeah uh, i'm gonna say um little rock Mm-mm. okay however not far off uh okay then uh then um what's a big market in alabama nope no i gotta stay in the south i've got it's gotta be tulsa you, no but not far off. Dallas. Yes. Okay. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Is that number one? That's number one. Okay. I think. Then, oh, then uh, Atlanta. <clears throat> oh. It's got to be a huge market, but it can't be Tallahassee? <clears throat> I don't know. How about Salt Lake City? Oh, no? Mormons wouldn't watch this. Yeah, yeah, that's true. They, but they love their, their Bible stuff. Yeah, I don't that's know. true. But, you're, but because it's not Mormons. Yeah. Yeah, they don't watch non-Mormon stuff. Well, I, I mean, if if it's, it's probably another Texas one. There's no. probably no. <clears throat> wow. Okay, then just tell me. Memphis. Ah. Oh. St. Louis. Okay. Yeah. 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 Anyways, I thought that'd be fun. <laughs> <laughs> At least I got Dallas. Yeah. No. Yeah. Dallas. Dallas is is Bible-y. Yes. I would it, imagine it's, so. It's mega churchy and Bible-y. Um, St. Louis, I guess, kind of surprised me. Memphis doesn't, but St. Louis, I guess I don't know St. Louis very well. Yeah, it's named after a saint. Mm, That's true. That's something. St. Louis. (laughs) Yes. 
<laughs> I don't, what did what did Lewis do? Uh, saint, he's the, the patron saint of nerddom. I don't know. Lewis just strikes me as a kind of nerdy name. I'm <laughs> so sorry. Like, no. I'm sorry. All you. All you. I, I want to do good in the world. He fell on his pocket protector. And it's, his his pocket protector didn't actually protect him. The patron saint of wedgie recipients. <laughs> I don't know why Lewis strikes me as a nerdy name. Lewis is a fine name. I have, I have a friend named Lewis who's a nerd. I Maybe that's oh, it. That, that's the association, I guess. <laughs> I just think of gun crime. I think of St. Louis. <laughs> The patron saint of the of the convenience store hold up. <laughs> oh, Saint Louis, protect me! <laughs> Be near me, patron saint. Okay, uh, well there you go. Uh, the 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 Episcopal Church. Have you heard of them? Sure. They're uh, based in in England, but they. It's so funny. You know, I love the Episcopalians. I love, a- aka the Anglicans. Yes, because mm-hmm. they're they're so. I don't know what, what's the word I'm looking for. They're just so nice. They're so nice. This is really nice. But so nice that they really can't sort themselves out. <laughs> I mean, yeah. the Mormons are nice, except that they're not nice when it comes to if someone from at the top says something, everybody has to believe it, bar oh, none. Yeah, done and done. Right. Even right. the Catholics are like that, though less so. Like, the, the Pope will say something, uh-huh. and all of the believers will be like, yeah, I'm still a Catholic. I think, don't believe what he just said. Right. Well, do you believe that he's infallible? Well, yeah, kind of, sort of. <laughs> but you ask a Mormon, you yeah. know, did Tommy, if Tommy Monson said X, would you go with it? Yup. Yeah. Down yeah. the line, straight as an arrow, yeah. yes. No. Well, the Anglican Church is not like that. Mm, uh, right. There's 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 voting. <laughs> there's there's uh, there's trying to keep things together. There's different God parts. God doesn't run a democracy. There's different parts of the Anglican community. Well, you got to think about how the Anglican Church came to be. The Church of England mm-hmm. came to be because it was sort of a compromise between standard Protestantism and Catholicism. Mm. That uh, mainly championed by Queen Elizabeth I, mm. who needed a way to like mend the fence that her father, King Henry VIII, had sort mm. of destroyed by killing his by by severing his ties with Rome and right. all that sort of thing. Anyway, ever since then, it's just been like, let's try to get along. How about okay? <laughs> and everybody tries to hold hands, and then and then something like gay marriage comes up. Oh. Or women in the priesthood comes up. And it gets a little awkward. (laughs) Uh, To the point where, like, literally, there are dioceses in the south of America, of of the United United States States of America, Uh who are trying to affiliate themselves with uh, bishops in, in Kenya... Because they want they want to be anti gay marriage, and the the trend in the U.S. for the Episcopal Church is to be pro gay marriage. Right, right. So the most recent of these is the South Carolina diocese that has officially they voted and they declared that they are breaking off, breaking off no. from the uh, from from the Episcopal Church, disaffiliating themselves uh, in part because their uh, their bishop. One Mr. Uh, 
Oh, uh, Mark Lawrence, Bishop Mark Lawrence, um, was dared to um, be a South Carolinian and just oppose gay marriage and and blah blah blah. Oh, okay. And and be very very much against it. Well, really? I got I got news for you, uh, Mister Mark Lawrence. Yeah. Y- your presiding bishop uh, is a woman, <laughs> and and so you taking like really conservative non-progressive uh views probably not going to go over so well right right uh, so she responded back recently oh what did she say she said no what <laughs> she said uh Can... there are re- there are valid reasons for disaffiliation and there are not valid reasons for disaffiliation and you ain't got one of them so how... so i guess what does she have to hold over uh well I I believe that she like the larger organization owns the buildings oh okay etc right 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 I think that's what we're looking at here so she, wait wait a second so he's and, trying to break off from the diocese itself he's trying to break he's trying to take his diocese and break them off from the uh, Episcopal uh, church oh um I thought each diocese or, was sort of owned its own stuff. I guess I don't know that. Well, I mean, but they're also part of a larger, they're yeah. affiliated with a larger organization. Yeah. So, I mean, huh. it's not like, it's not like a bunch of McDonald's can break off from McDonald's and go and like start doing their own food mm. or whatever. But like a group of, of McDonald's in, in Utah decided that they wanted to have the Canadian menu. <laughs> right. And so they're like, they're like, you know what? We really want pizza. And we want to do. We want to serve pizza. And we're going to do Jello. That's, they have Jello? No, I'm saying the Utah ones. Oh, yeah. They've yeah, decided yeah, yeah, they're yeah. going to do yeah, Jello. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, so I, I'm actually not as familiar as perhaps I should have. I should be. I should have done maybe more research. I read wow, two yeah. articles on the whole thing, but I, uh, I, well, I'm sure our listeners appreciate the effort. <laughs> Dan, <laughs> trying to get it all, but like it's it's very confusing. I don't know how it all works. But you know they. The thing is that in order to to officially disaffiliate, yeah, you have to present your case at the uh, the general con- con- convention, oh, um, which won't happen again until 2015. Oh, so they got some time. So there's no official thing that's really going to happen until then. Oh wow, huh? But they're they're all very convinced that you know that they're going to break it off. Wow, so they have to wait a few years. Yeah. And then I would love to see what one of those proceedings actually looks like. You know, like... I, think, I really think it's just a vote thing. Like, oh, people people boring. present their... Like a, they probably present their positions, and then all of the bishops decide, like, vote on it. And they just, like, rent a ballroom at a hotel or something? Yeah. I mean, yeah pro- well, no, I'm sure that they have some lovely digs somewhere. Hmm. But well, no. I mean, I guess they do rent something because they usually have it in different places. Yeah. Um, to sort of show, pay homage to the various hmm. parts of the Anglican Communion. I literally, I saw a play once in London, a couple years back, um, about the whole gay marriage thing that mm. included the Archbishop of Canterbury sitting around with a bunch of bishops trying to sort out the, everything. And oh yeah. Was huh. everyone trying to be so polite? And, oh yeah, but you know, except except the, uh, you know, the American and the uh, the African bishops were getting a little uppity, a little rude. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. So not, there you not go. Being very English. We'll see. We'll see what happens. They just got themselves a new Archbishop of Canterbury. We'll yeah. See what he, and he's a former oil man. Really? Yeah. 
That's an interesting. Like, what kind thing. of like like seriously? Like he, like he worked for Chevron. Like or he something? was like an oil exec. No way. Yeah. And then he, and then he gave up on that. He's he ditched it because he he literally was like this whole like rejection of the all the like bloodthirsty capitalism thing, and uh, joined oh, the priesthood. He, oh, he's a liberal ish. He yeah. has he has some interesting things going really? on. We'll we'll have to see how this all plays out. He's been rocketing up the up the uh, the chain of command because he wasn't even a big bishop. Yeah, he wasn't a, a big time bishop. He was like a little bishop. In some small little place in England, uh-huh. and now he's a now he's the head honcho. Wow, yeah. huh? Huh? All right. I was semi hoping that it would be uh, Bishop Richard that I interviewed in London. Oh, oh, that's... just not because I think he'd be better, because I probably don't. Just because you could say. Just because I say I could say I sat down knee to knee with a guy and had a conversation with him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah. He's, he's still the Bishop was... of London. He's still third in command in in the the. The Anglican yeah. in the Church of England. It's, but it's really not the same thing. <laughs> Don't try and take away my my. When you get to, you, you're bragging rights. Yeah, here. exactly. Who you, have you, you interviewed, Frank? <laughs> I've interviewed some people. Uh huh. I've I. Yeah, we'll I've done see. Some serious interviewing, you know that. Yeah, well, do it for our show. Well, no get thanks. out there. No thanks. Rude. All right. Um. So. Here, I, I want to turn to a story that I actually um, am kind of excited about. Yeah. Um, a, the headline is Atheists Who IRS for Failure to Monitor Church Politicking. Atheist what, huh? Atheists sue. Oh, sue. That was the word I didn't hear. The IRS. Oh, okay. For failure. Yeah. To monitor church politics. <laughs> right. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right? This is a good one. Electioneering, I believe, is what they call uh, I the problem here. That's exactly what they're saying. Um, and so it's the Freedom From Religion Foundation. The FERF. FERF. Um, is, uh, which is based in Wisconsin, is, um, is uh, filing a – I'm sorry. They filed a lawsuit on November 14th in the U.S. District Court in mm. western Wisconsin. Um, and uh, they are sort of bringing up this issue that I think you talked about. Um, a while back, which was the the 1,500 pastors yeah. who, who all signed that um, and participated in the Who the all freedom, just decided. Or, or it was Pulpit Freedom Sunday. Right. To openly defy the, the IRS yeah. and just stand there in, start, like, in violation of law uh, yeah. and say, I, I, you know, I support X candidate. Right. And by X candidate, I think we all know that it meant Mitt Romney at right. that point. Yeah, yeah. Um, and this is all based on uh, the fact that um, churches um, are tax exempt right. under 501c3 status. Right. It's not illegal for these guys to do this. No, at it's all. not like there's a law. Right. It's that they're violating but the, the law, terms. There is a law, but what that law says that it is that if you say if you make political endorsements over the pulpit, or if your organization if you're endorses, a 501c3 status organization makes any sort endorses of, a candidate, or or makes any political statement at all there is an exemption for religious organizations that the irs it's sort of a de facto exemption the irs is sort of they've said that a church can take up an issue Mm. but they cannot endorse a candidate right and so and they can organize their members they can they can say they can you know do you know help them register to vote there's all sorts of things that they can do to participate politically but the thing that gets them into trouble is the is um is endorsing 
right. a candidate. Right. And so anyway, so 501c3 status, I mean, this is the same um, tax filing status or whatever um, that your, your local arts organizations will have. Right. Or, um, or charitable giving places. Uh, and what's interesting is that when I saw this story, I was like, well, now, wait a minute. Here's the trick. I'm thinking because one of the tricks of suing for something like this mm-hmm. is that you have to show that you have standing to make this lawsuit, which means you have to show that somehow you are harmed. And I was mm. like, what's their angle? How are they going to show that they are harmed? Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, the Freedom From Religion Foundation is also a 501c3 organization. Oh. And they don't get to participate in that exemption. Oh, right. So they're saying – yeah, there's unfair treatment here towards these religiously affiliated wow. uh, yeah. things. Uh huh. And I think that that's brilliant. I was like, yeah, they, that's literal harm. They can demonstrate harm there. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. And so, so anyways, um, I say good for you, uh, Freedom from Religion Foundation. Um, I think this is great. I think churches should be held to to the same standard as everybody else. Absolutely. I don't care if they endorse somebody, but uh, part well, the law currently says you don't get tax-free status if you do it. Well, right. And, and frankly, I sense. think they should be paying taxes anyway. Well, but. they should be paying taxes. Um, I'm not sure. Well, I don't know. I mean, I, what's the point of a 501c3? What is the point of a nonprofit tax-exempt organization? Why are we exempting anyone from taxes? Okay. So... This re- is a question. The reason that... My understanding, the reason that you do this, is so that um, so that so that needs that the, the a community identifies as as being needing to to fulfill. So, all right. So, right. like, let's say it's a homeless shelter. Right. right? A community looks at at, uh, at 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 their own specific needs and says, "Oh, we have all these homeless people. We need to do something with them." Right. And they and people are able to stand up pull their money together, pull their resources together and address an important issue and we as that a, the government currently is not providing. Right. And we or as a society no say, we thank you for doing that. We thank you for doing it. We're not going to make doing you pay a general taxes. good for, for everybody. Nobody's, nobody's walking home with a big paycheck. Right. Although some, some 501c3s like the American <laughs> Red Cross, their CEOs are paid very, very well. Right. Um, but there aren't, there's no, um, there's no stock holders right. there's no the concept is no profit no profit at the end of the day there's nothing left right. in your coffers right there's although that's so weird because i mean there's nobody who owns it the public technically owns uh, a 501c3 right the uh the uh the religions aren't that way though the religions are not no, no, publicly not. owned at all i mean the religions the re- the religions well, don't even have to declare their own financial st- statements, but, right? But don't by by me saying that it belongs to the public. Oh, I know, it, I know. It, it doesn't mean that That's it actually legitimate. It, it it just means that like, We're for example, all if an it. arts organization um, dissolves, they have to give away everything. Right. Everything has to go. Like nobody nobody gets to just take everything home. The executive director cannot like. Oh, okay. Well, now I'm. This is. You know, the place is dissolved now. This is all mine or right. board or whatever. And you have to have a board and you have right. to have all this and you have to have all that and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So, oh, so, but, but I, my point was just that religions don't have to do all the things that everybody else does. Like no. they don't have to say where their finances are. They don't have to mm. declare anything, which is why the LDS church gets away with having billions yeah. in holdings Yeah. yeah. and nobody knows where any of it is. Yeah. And 
And, you know, you, it, it's interesting. You say that they have to give it all away if they were to dissolve. But the truth of the matter is that there are... Oh, I'm sure there's tricky ways. There's all sorts of tricks. Did you yeah. see the thing about uh, Colbert and his super PAC? Yeah, that was amazing. And how he funnels it through different th- organizations, uh-huh. and then eventually he get, the money just disappears, and he yeah. gets to decide where it goes. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. The rich people have really protected themselves. Oh, yeah. The yeah. rich of this country are in no danger. <laughs> Let me assure all of you out there. No. The rich are fine. Yeah. But anyways, so, um, but but, yeah. They should not be able to politic. No. Uh, I mean, it, or or they should be able to, but they should lose their status as the law requires. Yeah. They should lose their tax-exempt status as mm-hmm. the law requires. That's yeah. all that – I mean, all that this suit is for is to get the IRS to actually obey the law. They're terrified, And, en- and enforce the law. They, they're obviously terrified of the religious organizations. Clearly. Obviously. Because, like – I mean, you read through this article, they talk about how there's just been this whittling away of the whole thing. And for and, and for the last few years, they haven't even been doing anything on the issue. Right. Like nothing. nothing. No. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. So. I, I, I wonder how this will play out. It'll, we will try to keep you informed on this one because this is actually an issue that affects us all very, yeah. very, very much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there you go. Okay. You want to know another issue that affects us all very, very much? What? Priests fighting. <gasps> no, it doesn't. No. It doesn't affect me at all. It affects me a lot because it makes me giggle. Okay. So what What kind of priests? <laughs> We're talking about... Uh, oh, by the way, elderly priests fighting. What? Yes. It's it's the elderly priest cage match. Elderly smackdown. clergy smackdown 2012. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently... Um, Father Thomas Henry Byrne appear, had to appear in court Friday. He's an he's 80 years old. What? After he allegedly started a violent brawl with uh, 81-year-old Father Tom, Thomas Joseph Cameron Smith. What? <laughs> who wouldn't give up his parking space. What? That's what it was about? <laughs> a parking space? Yeah, he wouldn't give it up. And uh, so, the, yeah, the fight was on. With these octogenarian brawlers. Well, <laughs> how were they fight? Like, with what? Like, fists? Oh, yeah. Pushing? Go go, oh, well. Do you want to know the upshot of it? Okay. At, at the end of it, uh, Byrne reportedly told Smith to pick an item up off the ground. It was Smith's ear. <gasps> he had bitten it off. <laughs> what? Where was this? Uh, it was in, um, oh, where's the byline? Uh, Perth, Australia. Whoa. <laughs> you get, you know what? Oh, those are some tough Aussie You get, you get Irish Aussies. Yeah. You're going to have a fight. Yeah. Were they drunk? <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> I think the question is, when are they ever not drunk? Yeah. yeah. Eight and year that, old that, bastards. That only kind of... <laughs> I don't know why I asked that right after I found out that they that you said Irish. Um, well, I mean, I'm I'm just assuming the Irish off of the names there, right? With right. Burn the name, well, and the fact that they were fighting, obviously, yeah, yeah. <laughs> priests, <laughs> priests, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Whoa, yeah. Those are some tough dudes. It's the uh, it's it's it bit his ear off, bit his ear clean off. For a parking place. <laughs> Wait, which one? The one who wanted the parking space bit the other one's ear off, or was that defense? Uh, no, I think the one who wanted the parking space. 
The the one who who's instigated the brawl. He's got some anger management issues. You think? He yeah. Needs to be like disciplined. What is going on down under? And... Your ears down under now. How about yeah. that? Yeah. Shake that. Do they reattach? <laughs> I just I want to see like Steve Irwin, the priest hunter. Oh my goodness! Today in the wild, there's a <laughs> beautiful example of two priests walking. They're old, but they are feisty. <laughs> God. <laughs> a territorial dispute breaks out. Okay, now all of my now my all of our Australian listeners are like, oh great, now Beecher's doing a a thing. A, an an Aussie accent. Aussie accent. Yeah. A bad stereotypical. Yeah. Nowhere near Perth accent. Yeah. Sorry, I don't know anything about Perth. Well, my understanding is, is that the uh, that Australia has one of the most um, um, the least variation of accent across the country. Oh, really? Of any, of any uh, country of its size. Oh. But oh. Th- there's very little variation. There's got to be some. There are, variation. Of course, there would have yeah. to be some variation. Anyway. But you know, I mean, you think of like no Americans going to be able to spot would one be from the south or right. from Boston or something right. like that. So still, somebody's going to be like. Dan was way more Adelaide than Perth in that one. <laughs> Adelaide. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> you want to, do you really want to attempt a, no, an Australian? No, I do not want it's, to. It's one of the hardest ones I for any American to. to do. No, it there, really is a tough It's one. just there was this, um, on my mission, there was uh, a, a missionary from Adelaide, and uh, he was the weirdest guy ever. <laughs> this is nothing against Adelaide. This no. is just, he seriously was the weirdest guy ever and so everybody was always just like Adelaide <laughs> just the worst impression impression of his accent yeah but it was it was bad he was a weirdo yeah I've said that like five times he was really strange <laughs> what was his name Elder oh what was his name I just remember he was the one from Adelaide <laughs> Elder Adelaide Idol yeah Adelaide. so he always went on and on and on about the um the the the, the car race the, the the there's like an Adelaide 500 or something there oh. some, some some something or other I can't remember yeah but, <laughs> there's a there was a thing that went around on Facebook that was like about how to how to speak in an Australian accent oh, and yeah? it just said Americans just say the the phrase rise up lights in your accent, uh-huh. go ahead. Rise up lights. Which is razor blades in the Australian <laughs> accent. Rise up lights. <laughs> oh, that's funny. There you go. Oh, anyway. That's fun. That's fun, Dan. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. I, is it me? Yeah, you, you got one more, I think. Okay. Um, so here's the deal. You know mm-hmm. how uh, atheists sometimes can be kind of... Uh, yeah, you kind of want to just play a little close to your chest, you know. Mm. Some people, you know, kind of. Not everybody's out and not proud. Not everybody's out and proud, like we are. Know, like we are, and in some circles, you you know that when you say, "Well, I'm atheist," that it's going to kind of change. It's going to, yeah, yeah, all that, right? It's going to. The well, dynamic will be different. Apparently, on the dating website OKCupid, okay I've heard um, of that. It's. Uh, they, they 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 did a a, a little um, they analyzed responses from more than five hundred thousand users, um, and uh, discovered that um, including the word atheist in a first message mm. to, to to someone else mm-hmm. on the site um, actually um, was more likely to to get a reply uh-huh. from that user 
um, than any religious descriptor. Oh. Except for Christian. Apparently Christian did get some response. Okay. Um, but just not as good a, of a response as atheist. W- wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, crazy? okay, I, from an atheist perspective, I can see that because if someone said to me, I'm atheist and I'm interested in you, I'd be like, oh, well, you just went up in the ranks. Yeah, yeah. Whereas if they don't make any mention of anything, right? then, I just, then I've got, you know, less right. information. And if they say Christian, then I'm like, oh, maybe it's okay and, right. you know, whatever, but, you yeah. know. Well, um, apparently, um, yeah, it's every, okay, Cupid, not the, yeah, yeah. it's totally that. That's great. It's, it's, that's how their, uh, their, their, their community is, um, oh, um, what, what am I, <laughs> sorry, no, out in the table. I was, I was thinking through something else, <laughs> which I'm sure, I'm sure didn't sound that way at all. Um, but no, they've, um, they, the, the founders, um, of OKCupid recently took home the Humanist of the Year award. Oh, they're humanists um, themselves. Uh huh. Okay. And uh, yeah. Well, that makes sense. I mean, frankly, religious affiliation oh, in I, that business yeah. couldn't be very. I mean, unless you're doing ChristianMingle.com. Well, but remember that that really big one. I can't remember the name of it right now, but that that big dating website that everybody was using, uh, Match, Match. Right. Yeah. That's the one that like. They refuse to. Is that isn't that the one that refused to like have same sex? Um, yes, to, uh, to acknowledge homosexuality. Wait, in their... wait, no, I don't think it was match. I think it was um, uh, 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 uh yeah. oh, hang on, yeah, dating size. <laughs> um, it was um, eHarmony. Oh, eHarmony. Yeah, right. they and wouldn't. They, like they wouldn't this, do the queers. They wouldn't. Do, they wouldn't do anything for queers. And uh, the guy who like. Who founded it is like some big Christian dude. Right? Mm. Like he's totally Christian. He, okay. Even though it's not a Christian dating site specifically, like it's, right, it, he's he's really really using like Christian values, right. quote unquote, uh, to help in in sort of how they've designed it. And so, um, well, there's also, I mean, frankly, if you want Christian, just go to like Christian Mingle, which is a, its own dating site right. for Christians, which. By the way, anybody who wants to, you can set up a, a profile and then and then Ooh. and then just play around with people. Right. Well, there's also Muslima, oh, uh, which is for Muslims. And there's LDSsingles.com. Mm-hmm. I once set up a fake profile on that just oh, to mess just with to people. See, there's also J Date. What? Oh, which is Jewish. <laughs> it's called J Date. J Date. Yeah, I'm yeah. going on a J Date. <laughs> it's exciting. <laughs> We can't date today. It's Yom Kippur. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, bet the, the, I wonder if the site takes a Sabbath. <laughs> if it's just... <laughs> Sorry, the site is closed down. Yeah. It is Friday evening. Yeah, it's um, the, that, that big uh, B&H. Are you familiar with B&H? The electronic superstore? They have a huge online catalog. huge catalog. It's oh. all like professional video stuff. And so anyways, oh, okay. I get the catalog and sure. to me and everything. But their website, if you go on, it's it's owned by um, a Hasidic um, family. Uh-huh. And on certain sites, their entire website's down. It oh, just has a, wow. In honor of this date. It, it, just where, goes, it just goes to a park page. It, yeah. They, oh. Well, you, you can look through the catalog. You just can't place orders. They will not take your money. Huh. They'll let you look through the catalog. Interesting. Yeah, kind of crazy. Yeah. 
I, so. P.S. By the way, just so you know, on Christian Mingle, you'll be surprised to learn that you get to of uh, of the options. You can say, "I am a man seeking woman" or "woman seeking man." <gasps> well, what about no Christian homos? No, no, no Christian homos. What? Yep, I know they exist. What, what about, about what Muslima? About, what about interfaith Christians, oh, no. or, or rather intersex Christians? Does, does, interfaith. Does, does J date? Allow for date. That's a I'm, good I'm, one. I'm, I'm I'm looking right now. Okay. Um. Oh, man seeking man. Good. See. Yeah. Woman seeking woman. They do it. Muslima. M u s. Oh, Muslima dot com. Yeah. Find your Muslim life partner. Yeah. This wow. one doesn't say man. See, it just gives it. Just, at least on the splash page, it just asks for your gender. Oh. Oh. They're making an assumption. Yeah. Everyone. <laughs> they, know. they already they know what you're there for. Yeah. Well, or if they don't, you know what they're there for. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Anywho. Well, there you go. Go out and go ye out and and date atheists at we, OkCupid. A date. A, a, a date. Yeah. We should I have. need a date. Hey. I'll go to a date. Yeah. Human. No. Yeah. Anyways. Godless, or, godlessdating.com. We'll, yeah. we'll make it up. I'm sure it's there. It, I hope it's there. Wouldn't that be great? Uh, let's do atheist dating site. I'm going to search that. Atheist Surely there is something. dating site. Okay. What is there? Uh, okay, keep go, it. Go Google. <laughs> go, go gadget Google. Oh, shoot. <laughs> okay. It's anyway, uh, I, while Dan looks that up. I got um, Googling problems. If you'd like to join the conversation, you can... Uh, Seek us out on facebook.com slash Atheist. Like us. You can send yeah. us an email, podcast at thankgodimatheist.com, or leave us a voicemail, 424-666-8442. Or you can go to atheistpassions.com, <laughs> set up a profile, and hope that one of us wants to date Atheist you. Atheist Passions? Or Atheist Matchmaker, which is freethinkermatch.com. Oh. You know what? I... I'm not going to recommend, I just know, I know what's there. <laughs> yeah, go to the regular, go to the regular dating Go, go to OkCupid. Well, no, I mean, there are some great dating atheists. Maybe, maybe that's your biggest cr criterion. Maybe you've been burned enough by, like, dating a really nice Christian person who ends up being nutso. Uh -huh. That you just want primary thing to be, we're all godless. Let's start with godlessness and move on from there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it looks like uh, it looks like what's his name? Um, uh, who's the Mormon nut job that that was on Fox and was too nutty for them? Even oh, Glenn Beck. Glenn Beck. Yeah, it looks like his The Blaze has picked up a story called a that says atheist dating sites offer non-believers the chance to meet other quote free thinkers. Wow, I just found that in our yeah. article. Yeah, so there you go. Uh. Yeah. Okay. Well, there, there you are. And well, uh, also, uh, yes, please do contact us. And then don't forget that you can also, I, I, well, okay, we'll do this after the break. Actually, okay, do a break first. All right. This is uh, we're gonna listen to a little bit of Pat Robertson, <laughs> and he, uh, oh, just Pat being Pat. Oh, Here we Patty go. boy. This is a former is a lieutenant colonel. She is an extremely good-looking woman. She is a. Uh, uh, marathon runner she'd she'd run um iron man triathlons and so she's out running with him and she's writing a biography and uh, i think the term is propinquity 
and there was a lot of propinquity going on. <laughs> I think a lot is the word we want to focus on. <laughs> and, uh, well, I mean, who knows? I mean, the man's off in a foreign land, and he's lonely, and here's a good-looking lady throwing herself at him. I mean, it's, um, he's a man. So. Yeah, Pat Robertson on, on uh, <laughs> David Petraeus. Using big words like propinquity. Propinquity. Uh, he, yeah. Pro propinquity. Yeah, he, he, I believe the word is propinquity. Pinquity. It was like he literally like <laughs> was stumbling on every syllable. But yeah, he's a propinquity. For those of you who don't know, just means a a, a relative uh, proximity, a closeness, yes. if you will. Yes, yes. And so, yeah, the uh, so they're being off <laughs> a lot of propinquity. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's astounding to me that it, he's a man. Mm -hmm. Is an okay like. You know what it is? It's a breach of one of the Ten Commandments. That's true. This pro, this, this Petraeus business. Yeah, yeah. And yet, I mean, that's the Ten Commandments. The Ten Commandments. And yet, Pat Robertson is like, well, I give him a pass on this one. You know, he's in a she's, foreign country. She, well, and which, and I will say this: she. Have you seen Petraeus's wife? A picture of Petraeus's wife? No, I haven't. There's a picture of Petraeus's wife next to the woman that he had an affair with. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, my God. It's, I mean, she's a marathon runner, as Mr. Pat Robertson pointed out. This is None of this is excusing Pat Ro or, or Petraeus's behavior, but, oh, his wife is not a pretty woman. <gasps> oh. She is not really? a pretty woman. Oh. She's one of those ones that, that yeah. Oh. That sort of did, didn't didn't hold up well over well, time. I, I just the, the fact though that Pat Robertson is like focusing on things like, oh, yeah, she's a marathon runner, and right, yeah, oh, he's clearly lusting. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thou shalt not lust after um, thy neighbor's right um, propinquity. <laughs> Here, here's a picture of her. Oh, she, she she's says, just a mom. She's a mom. She's a mom. She, uh, right. Yeah. She's uh, she's not. You, oh, Dan. I'm not saying she was. Well, that she actually looks a lot better in that picture than she does in the picture that I saw. So there you wow. go. Wow. Huh. I'm just. You Anyways. Know, but, you know, that's that's the woman that, that he had the affair with. So, yeah, so I mean, what? you compare one with the other. It's not like I'm just saying one one's Life prettier partner. What? You know, life partner versus versus yeah the the, the 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 woman who came running up the street right and again I'm not making the argument that Pat Robertson was making <laughs> sounds like yeah I want to distance myself from that because there's no reason why <laughs> that if like you are no because you're like well I understand why he would no that's not what I said what I said is <laughs> one's much more attractive than the other so why would you bring that up. Because uh, because Pat Robertson made because note of Pat it. Robertson made note of it. I'm Basically, just, I'm just kinda, saying. Sorta. I'm just saying he's right about that point. She is. Oh yeah, she the other a marathon one is runner. Much That's much true. more attractive than the other one, yeah. but that doesn't excuse anything. Hmm. Damn. What I'm saying. The whole point of us playing this is that we disagree with Mr. Robertson yeah, on this true. on this point. Yeah. So don't start don't painting. Me. I I don't agree with them. Right. Nor do I. Oh okay. <laughs> okay so uh we have some some we had we had an email what yeah somebody emailed us yeah i sent it to you you you, you don't pay attention i really don't 
I, I just look for um, emails from uh, Sierra Trading and uh, Expedia. <laughs> Those are the only ones I open. It, yeah, I mean, uh, the, the email was just uh, a, a bit of a rant, and and but I and I, I don't see any real questions for us. But I did want to shout out to to Kaylee for uh, for for oh, emailing us, and and the she's sixteen year old. Yeah, seventeen. Seventeen. She's a seventeen-year-old. She's living yeah, in a Mormon household, and mm-hmm. she's and so she still has to attend church because you know while you're under my roof, you're gonna Her. obey my rules. What I liked about this email yeah. was the fact that she's vegan. Yeah, and she takes her own bread to church <laughs> for, the, for, the, for sacrament. the sacrament. I think that is amazing. And then the bishop gave, gives her a hard time about it. Yeah. 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 Oh come on. You know. Okay. First of all. Well, it's you know what it is. What it's a total warning sign because oh, if, any, yeah. if, if you're not doing the basic cookie cutter Mormon thing, they are worried about you. Yeah, and vegan is definitely not doing right. The exactly, Mormon thing. and they're just like this. Girl, what? Who is this girl listening to? Yeah, what the world has got its, its fingers. I I'll bet that he sat down Just, and gave her like scriptural references about we have dominion over the birds of the air and the oh, beasts and of the field. And the, I'm sure the word of wisdom stuff about you know eating meat in moderation. Right. And, yeah. Yeah. Know, yeah. All these blah, things. Blah, blah. I would just sit her down and tell her, you know, that vegan food tastes awful, right? <laughs> comparatively speaking i mean it's okay i go to you know but every time i go there's the vegan like restaurant here in town sages okay and i've been there a few times and every time i go there i'm like okay i'm gonna try this okay i'm gonna try that and it's always just when vegan is trying to be like something else no yeah when when it's trying to be just like a burger Right. right. When when you're trying to make a vegan burger, that's where you run into problems. Fail. Total complete fail. You're going to you're you're going to lose. But there are like if if you there there's a lot of um you know like Middle Eastern stuff. Sure. It's just sort of naturally vegan. Yeah. I got nothing or, against a nice salad. Yeah. I got nothing nothing against tasty. The, yeah, sure. Surprisingly the, um surprisingly sort of um, rich and flavorful. Here's the thing. Yeah. They go way over the top with the flavor. Yeah. Here's what they do. Vegans, mm. in order to mask the fact that most of their stuff tastes like shit, they literally <laughs> overspice everything. <laughs> Every single time. Every time I have vegan food, mm-hmm. I'm like willing to give it a shot. I'm like, I'm, I'll bet that they can do it. I'll bet that they can do this. Uh-huh. And then it's like, we've put in four pounds of cumin and 12 mm. pounds of cinnamon. And, you know, it's just like, come on. Yeah. You're, you're really working hard to mask the fact that you have to spell the word cheese with a Z because it's not, because there's nothing in it that's cheese. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we, wow, we still man. wish you would luck, Kaylee. What? I don't like the vegan food. I don't. Yeah. Okay. I tried it. Rude. No, it's not. <laughs> just, I don't like it. <laughs> Anyway, um, oh, we have a voicemail. Oh? Yeah, we okay. got another voicemail this week. That's okay. kind of exciting. Let me, let me pull that up. This one is from, from Matt in Indiana. All right. Hi, Frank and Dan. This is Matt in Indiana. Formerly, uh, I grew up in Indiana. Just moved back to Boston, so it's a bit of culture shock. But I was listening to you play the comments of Richard Murdoch, and I had the unbelievable pleasure of meeting him this summer when my very right-wing family hosted a 
fundraiser for him. And he told me that he's a trained geologist. And so I said to him that, well, that's great. Because, you know, he, he defeated very independent-minded Richard Luger, who's sort of a middle-of-the-road Republican. And I told him, I said, well, that's good to know that you're a geologist because I was afraid you were a young earth creationist. And he just sort of looked at me and asked me to repeat what I said. And I said the same thing again. And he still didn't comment. So I thought, well, that's, that's not good. And then hearing these comments... I'd heard them before, but that sort of cemented it for me, and he actually lost, so that was a great thing. All right, guys, love the podcast. You guys are awesome. Hope to get out there sometime. See you guys. We'll see you bye. <laughs> well, that's interesting. That's uh, a trained geologist. What a what a what a who, fascinating uh, little anecdote. Yeah. Why? Thank huh. you. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh. It. Wow. A trained geologist who has now he's, trained his brain to a, reject that young that training earth creationist. Yeah. yeah. Well, he didn't say he wasn't a, a young Earth creationist. He just clear, clearly was one. <laughs> blink, blink. <laughs> uh, anyway, well, thanks for cluing us in on that one. Um, uh, we also, I wanted to thank some donors. Oh, yeah. And uh, and P.S., if you donate and I miss thanking you on the air, I'm so sorry. I'm We're... We're really good at podcasting and not great at ancillary things. At being an intern. <laughs> being an intern. Right. We're our own intern. We need somebody else to intern for us. But we're our own interns right now, and I'm not a very good one. So if I ever miss you, please feel free to shoot us a, an email and just say, hey, you never mentioned me on the air. I'll be happy to do it. I'd love yeah. to. Yeah. But uh, but yes. But to, we do have some new uh, some new donors. Rachel from right here in Salt Lake City is a new Ooh, subscriber. Thank you, Rachel. Yeah, monthly subscriber. That's always really, really nice. Yeah. And then uh, we got Jeff, who's a donor. Thank you so much, Jeff. He's from Fayetteville, Arkansas. Ooh, Fayetteville. Yeah. Huh. We Down in the Bible Belt. I've been to Fayetteville. Have you? Yeah. How is it? Don't insult I Jeff. Don't, I, no, I don't. I don't, <laughs> I don't really remember Fayetteville. But I oh, know okay. I've been there because um, Fayetteville. I feel like uh, some sort of youth conference for the LDS church we had in Fayetteville. Oh, interesting. I think that's where there's a, there's, that's, isn't that where like the university of something or other? <laughs> yes. I'm going to say, I'm going to guess that the university. Isn't that the Razorbacks? Isn't that I don't in Fayetteville? Know. I, I'm not a geography buff. Ask a young earth creationist. Oh, that's <laughs> geology. Never mind. And also Michael uh, is a new subscriber and we wanted to thank him as well. So that's really nice. If you want to subscribe or donate to our podcast, show a little bit of love for, for us and help us pay mm. our bills, that mm -hmm, would be mm -hmm. really appreciated. You can do so by going to the thankgodimatheist.com and clicking on support on the right-hand side of the screen. Broncos. <laughs> what? <laughs> Fayetteville State University. Oh, Fayetteville They're State. They're the Broncos. So I don't know if I have been to Fayetteville. <laughs> I've heard of Fayetteville. This doesn't sound like... Well, I've heard of it, too. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's, uh, it's right next to... Uh, <laughs> you know, if you look on the map. Yeah. So uh, we, we heard Pat Robertson excusing mm. someone for, for tackle... For, for, uh, breaking a Ten Commandments. Breaking one of the top ten there. Mm-hmm. We we decided we wanted to talk a little bit about the Ten Commandments, and I'll tell you what what got me thinking about this. Oh, which was a um, in your in one of your home states, one of your growing up states, that of Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. What has happened is that they uh, a Good lawmaker, people. a state lawmaker, has uh, has has managed to get a two thousand pound granite block 
<laughs> depicting the Ten Commandments yeah. on the grounds of the state capitol. Doesn't surprise me at all. No, it, no. Oklahoma they is... They probably put it right next to the oil derrick it's on the <laughs> state capitol grounds. <laughs> No, it's got its own its own little its own little area. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, it, oh, I can see the oil derrick off yeah. in the uh, yeah. in the. They're very yeah. proud of the fact that there's an oil derrick on the state <laughs> <laughs> capital grounds. It's an oil state. Oh, it is. Oh, it they, is. They like their oil. <laughs> yes, it is. I like saying oil instead of oil. Yeah. I like not pronouncing the i in the word. Mm. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, it, it apparently costs. He also, by the way, this this representative, Mike Ritzy. Oh, uh, Ritz. How do you spell Ritzy? Uh, R I T Z E. Wow, Ritzy. Yeah. Okay. All or right. Cool. Ritz. Maybe it's just Ritz. I don't know. Okay. But it seems like Ritzy to me. Uh huh. Anyway, he he also foot the bill for the thing, to the tune of ten grand. That is Ritzy. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it huh. is. Huh. Um, but I mean, one, it had one grand per commandment. Yeah. Exactly. There you go. A thousand dollars per commandment seems reasonable. Yeah. Um, apparently this did have to go through the legislature to get, to get put on there. Wow. And, uh, and it's, it, I have to admit that I was surprised to see this. Uh, oh, PS, there was a spelling error on, (laughs) (laughs) of course there was, which was cute. Yeah. They misspelled the word Sabbath. They said S A B B E T H. Oh, Sabbath. Sabbath as opposed to Sabbath. Oh no. Yeah. So well, doesn't su- that also apparently that doesn't surprise no, me. No, <laughs> they'll get it fixed. It'll be fine. Uh, <laughs> but but again, what surprised me about this is that it was allowed at all, considering how many times this has been. I mean, the Supreme Court forced a a, a courthouse to take down the Ten Commandments. You have to understand, though, Dan. Like the Bible Belt is defiant. They the, sure the, the, are. I mean, and, and we're talking about one of the most conservative one of the most religious parts of the bible belt you know oklahoma it, like not a single county went for obama i know you know like i mean this is this is crazy 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 i mean we think we live in a red state and we do we live in the runner-up as, as no like, no we're the reddest i think we we took it back this did we this election cycle i think we are still the reddest of the, well maybe we as back. far as like only because of Mitt romney and the whole Mormon thing. Well, maybe. But, like, yeah. Oklahoma is, like, they seriously. Are, yeah. It's, and it's it's red in the true sense of the word, mm-hmm. right? Like, it's, it's like, it is so ridiculously conservative and just right. Bible belty and, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So, but anyway. Yeah. So, it really, like, you say that it surprises you. It doesn't surprise me at all. Well, it surprises me because it's been decided upon a number of times, and mm-hmm. yet they're still going to... But here's what... Okay. The, here's the other r- thing. R- okay. This is just an example. Yeah. I... Going back to high school for me, okay? Okay. So, we're, so when I was in high school, early nineties, um, that was that was when like so, there was some Supreme Court decision about um, there was a ruling about um, prayer at football games, at school football games. Okay. Okay. And it it came down once again. Yeah, you cannot be having school sponsored prayer at these football games. Right. But if a group of kids happen to get together, to get together. And so I remember the teacher saying at a certain point, one of the teachers sort of who was trying to orchestrate this whole thing saying, so who's going to volunteer to lead the prayer? <laughs> right. Like, it, right. It, like that's how they got around it. Right. Like, like they will do anything yes. to try to keep, 
sneaking it in. And it's right? not just that, though. I mean, this is clearly, I am making political hay here. Mm-hmm. I get to be more Jesus-y than thou by getting this up here. Mm-hmm. It's well, a they, re-election they bid yeah. as much as anything. Yeah, they, yeah. But, yeah, so anyway, there's that thing. And, it, you know, the ACLU is deciding whether or not they're going to whether they're going to challenge it or whatever. Mm. Um, the, the Supreme Court's been traditionally uh, split down the middle on, mm. on the subject. Mm. Um, they've allowed they, – I just looked this up and it seems like they have allowed um, these things to stay on capitals but not in courtrooms Make, a lot of the time. Okay, yeah. I, I don't know that that makes sense. I was about to say, no, oh, that makes sense. No, it, no, it actually make doesn't make sense. sense. They should just not allow it. But there you go. And, you know, who knows? Maybe it'll get challenged again and there something will be put to rest. Yeah. But, of course, then the Christians will start screaming about their rights being taken away mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. Oh, their rights. Yeah, they have rights. Well, but I mean, when when we first start when we start talking about you know, well, you know, should we talk about the Ten Commandments? You know, it was we we started talking about you know, well, why 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 would they even want to put this list of ten things up? Yeah, when the list is not even that great of an example of like how to live a good life. No, it's, it's actually really it's it's a kind of a sad little list it's a it's a dumb list it's one of those lists that's like either obvious Mm -hmm. or unnecessary yeah that's what you got you got obvious or you got unnecessary well okay so you got the first four that are just god trying to assert his his authority and his position right it it's it's the first four are i am god and i'm totally insecure yeah yeah the, the first no so what no are the first four Do you have well, okay there? so there's thou shalt have no other gods before me mm-hmm. thou shalt make no, uh sh- thou shalt not make for yourself a carved image mm. um thou shalt not take the lord thy the, the the name of the lord thy god in vain right and remember the sabbath day to keep it holy yeah you know what has always confused me the whole taking the name of the lord in vain thing to Why? me well because I've heard different interpretations as to what that can mean. Mm. Now, the one that I liked the most was actually from an article that I read by Ricky Gervais, mm. who uh, who claimed to be more Christian than anybody because he claims, and it's pretty spurious, okay. he claims that he obeys all of these commandments. Oh. Um, the first one, I am the Lord thy God, and, and there shall have no more, no gods before me. Mm-hmm. That's pretty easy for an atheist. That's easy. Yeah. I don't have any gods before you because I don't even have you. Right. I have no gods. Yeah. Can't have any before or after any other. Right. Um, the, the other ones, he's he fudges on. He has to do some uh, some backflips, some logical backflips uh-huh. in order to get to them. But but w- the one that I liked the most was the concept of taking the Lord the Lord's name in vain, which he claims isn't. You know, you saying shouting "Oh God" when you stub your toe, um, but rather is um, take don't take the Lord's God, the Lord God's name in vanity. Meaning, if you defeat someone, saying "Ha, huh, that's your retribution from God." You know, if, if 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 we, you know, if Operation Shock and Awe works in in Iraq, and you know, we say God was on our side the whole time, so that's the reason we beat you. So fuck you. That's taking the Lord, the Lord's name in vain, meaning we are being vain about our, our victory or whatever. 
I thought that was interesting. That that's interesting. Um, I don't think that's ever been an actual interpretation that's... from any religious groups who follow the Ten Commandments. It doesn't but... seem to be. It seems like it's just like don't say the name of the of the Lord. Right. I mean, the, like the, Jew, the Jews took it so far that they wouldn't even write the full name of God down. Right. Yes. Extreme Jews won't do to the point like, where if your name, they, they, there are many people whose whose personal name is a der- is a, one of the words that means god mm-hmm. like shalom mm. which is also a person's first name right and there are certain jews who won't write the name shalom which right. means that they won't write somebody's first name wow yeah it's like not writing the name jesus if someone's named jesus yeah or something i work with jesus do you? Yeah. Keep calling him Jose. It's really bad. <laughs> that's, that is bad. Yeah. That's not his name. No, it's not. But uh, one of my Brazilian coworkers uh, calls him Jesus. <laughs> uh, where's Jesus? <laughs> well, there you go. I mean, you know. It's... I was just like, seriously, did you just call him Jesus? It's not Jesus. It's not. It's not. It's well, Jesus. There you go. But anyway. But yeah, you so, got, so you got a so bunch you... of a uh, bunch of vanity uh commandments yes on god's part right you got the fifth which is pretty much just a throwaway honor thy father and mother right yeah i, I mean, mean which is funny that one actually i think is the worst of all of them because while i do honor my father and my mother and i love right. them dearly right if you have shitty parents right don't honor those fuckers yeah no that's stupid the next four are completely unique to uh 10 commandment following uh, groups. Oh, oh, really? Completely. No other societies, no other groups have ever come up with these four. Not before, not after. Anything after was just based on this. Yeah, absolutely. This, no this one was, has ever this come up the with the moment this, these when ideas. people were like, oh, this is thou shalt not kill, <laughs> thou shalt not commit adultery, right? thou shalt not steal, oh, yeah. and thou shalt not you know, lie. Oh, well now, now that does seem like maybe someone might have figured those out beforehand. Yes. It does and seem like in the- every society that has ever existed previous to those Ten Commandments yeah. also came up with those ideas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And then the very last one. But did they write them in on a stone tablet? I don't know. Aha. Ha 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 ha. Now we're starting to yeah. see. It's it's that whole if you plant the flag thing. Yeah. It's yep. like, yeah. Um, and then uh, thou shalt not covet. Uh, thy neighbors. I mean, good advice, but I mean, yeah, it's probably not. I mean, that that one's yeah. sort of that one's actually a, an oddly and awkwardly badly worded rephrasing of a Buddhist idea, right? Of you know, releasing the need to yeah. or the want, the desire for material yeah. goods or for it, for that which others have. It's, that sort it's, of thing. it's actually the one that if they could have come up with nine more, mm. would not have been a bad thing to be on the Decalogue, right? The 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 ten. Really smart suggestions. Yes. As yeah. opposed to the Ten Commandments. Yeah. Because frankly, that's the one that everybody, I don't care who you are, mm-hmm. everyone breaks number 10. Oh, yeah. Constantly. Yeah. Constantly. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not excluding anyone. I mean, Christians, Jews, everybody. Yeah. Atheists, we all covet what other people have. Sure. On some level. On some level, sure. On some level, you want something you don't have. Even Mitt Romney. Even even wealthy people. Oh, oh. They're the Especially, worst at coveting. Yeah, they are. They're the absolute worst at coveting. Yeah, do you remember the story of uh, David? I think the poor who are, like, actually, like, who find, you know, 
satisfaction in their life, they're right. probably the least likely to be. They're the covetous. least covetous. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. they don't feel like they can get anything else. Well, <laughs> in part, Mitt, no, they become Mitt satisfied. Would, right. Mitt you know? would become covetous because he knows he can have it if he really wants it. Yeah. It's the whole Steve Ballmer. Do you remember Steve Ballmer, the uh, the former second in command, now for, maybe now first in command over at Microsoft? Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. At one point, he had the largest yacht mm-hmm. in the world. Yeah, yeah, I heard about that. And then and then Some... I think the Sultan of Brunei went and made a bigger yacht than Balmer's. Yeah. So Balmer made another even bigger yacht, so he had number 1 and number 3. Yeah. Well, because he couldn't probably couldn't sell number 3 to anyone. No, how do you sell that? You, yeah. It cost over a million dollars a year just to own. Why not just like put a really long stick at the front of your uh right? little plank at the front right. of your yacht. Right. And take, you can... take one mast like 10 feet <laughs> higher and then and just build it out. Just yeah. build it out in every well, way. Yeah. Make just until a yours is addition. bigger. Build a, a, a little add-on. You know? How do you? Yeah, that's in, a good question. How, where, how do you de- define Put biggest? Put a family room on it. You yeah, know? heaviest. What's biggest? I thought it, I thought it was length. Length. Yeah. Length. Okay. Yeah. There you go. All you have to do is just uh, stretch that bad boy out a bit. Yeah. Fuck that shit. <laughs> that pisses me off in ways I can't even say. <sighs> that is covetous, right there. That that is coveting. Yeah. That, well, it's no, it's just stupid. That is just yeah. stupid. It's I, Papa John. Oh my! Oh my gosh! Papa yeah. John and his stupid swivel driveway. That like <laughs> that was the the that made me so mad when I found out that the stretch limos couldn't turn around on his driveway, so he had a a, roti- a little uh, turntable, a little lazy installed. Susan put in. Yeah, <laughs> that's big enough to turn a limo, Susan. A limo. Yeah, so it can make the turn. Right. Oh, that's very nice. That Fuck way. That shit. Because frankly, it was it was embarrassing. He had people over. <laughs> They were all just sort of having their drinks, and then they had, and then somebody noticed that a, a limo driver was making a fourteen point turn yeah. trying to get out of there, and it was it was just it was it was, just, it was gumming things up. Everyone else was laughing, but he was very embarrassed. Yeah, so yeah. they couldn't get Mitt Romney's <laughs> slew of Cadillacs through. Right, so. exactly. Yeah, yeah. The, these commandments, I, I gotta say. Anyone, Pretty bad list. And it was, and it, you know, this ritzy guy, this ritzy guy said something about, uh, what, said what everybody always says, what all the Christians always say, which is that uh, they are the um, the moral foundation of the laws and legal system of the United States of America and the state of Oklahoma. Well, which, which, how? There's only four of them that you could possibly say that about. Right. Absolutely. And those ones are the obvious ones that every, I mean, you know, it it was interesting because when people ask me, well, you know, if you're atheist, where do your morals come from? (laughs) And I'm like, I don't know. Being human is enough. Right. Having a, I took a sociology of religion class and it was fascinating. We were talking, but one of the things that we came to was the, the concept of, and this is where I go with it. I don't believe in morals anymore. I don't talk about morality anymore. Mm -hmm. I talk about ethics and I talk about pro-social and anti-social behavior because we are a social species. Mm. We were, we we require society in order to thrive Mm -hmm. and we need to act in pro-social ways in order to support this. Yeah. Killing, stealing, mm-hmm. 
yeah. you know, lying. All of these things are antisocial. Yeah. yeah, I'm watching uh, The Walking Dead right now, and I have to say, <laughs> you 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 cannot keep acting in antisocial <laughs> ways. It's sooner or later, it is going to catch up to you, and you're going to get killed by a zombie. <laughs> More likely another human. Oh, really? To be honest, I don't want to like ruin it for anybody. I've out never there. seen the show. I don't know. Uh, although not more likely. I mean, you, you, fifty you fifty. Yeah, you have to fear both. <laughs> you got, you got to be careful. Yeah, you have to. But the key is pro-social behavior. Yeah, and frankly, zombies are very antisocial. Yeah, oh, they I are. Think. Yeah, but they're the ones who are thriving. Well, in the in the Walking Dead universe, well, you know, they as a species are more are a less social species than mm-hmm. humanity. Mm-hmm. Zombonity, mm-hmm. zombiness, mm-hmm. yeah, zombie kind, zombinity, <laughs> zombie kind, yeah. Anyway, I you know, but that's that. So that's how I discuss uh, the the quote unquote concept of morality mm. is is in terms of ethics, right? Which is how I think we should all deal with each other mm-hmm. in a way that that is. But it starts with pro sociality, mm. and that's how I. That's where I think we need to take the discussion. Mm. Because if we're talking about laws and rules, there's not a single Christian alive who doesn't believe that there are moments where it's better to lie than not lie. Right. There's yeah. not a single... I mean, you go up to any Christian and you say, oh, you thought that her wedding ring was ugly? Mm-hmm. You should tell her to her face because you just told her a lie by right. saying it was beautiful. Right. You think that baby's not pretty? Did you tell them that it was pretty? That's a lie. But the, you don't but have it, to say the baby's pretty. But you say, yes, oh my you God, do. look at that pretty. Or look yes, at that baby. Do. Yeah. Well, you can, no, you can say, oh my, look at his blue eyes. Yeah, you can be sneaky about yeah. it. But the truth is, it's better to lie in those situations. It's better to just say, your wedding ring is beautiful. You looked gorgeous on your wedding day. As opposed to that, that dress is ridiculous mm-hmm. and your ring looks like it was bought at Kmart. Yeah. Like, we all know that we're supposed to lie in that situation. That's the pro social response to that situation is the lie so frankly this the you know the the laying down hard and fast rules is always going to be a, a bit of a, a a sticky situation hmm in my opinion hmm i mean even the thou shalt not kill thing doesn't always apply right usually applies well i think i think that uh a lot of uh southern christians uh, should be reminded of that one a little bit when there's support, when they're talking about uh, the death penalty. Well, yeah. You know? Yeah. Because it's not, it's not the most, it's not Moses's law that they're supposed to be following anymore. <laughs> well, it's yeah. not the eye for an eye. Thing, right. Yeah. Right? Well, I'm, it, yeah, it, it's a, at very least you can't cleanly make the argument that the Bible supports or doesn't support capital punishment. Mm-hmm. You can make either argument from the Bible just fine. Right. So therefore, you need to rely on your own sense of right and wrong. Right. To f- exactly. To discern and to figure out. Right. You should probably be looking at what effect it has on society and humanity. There you go. You yeah. should probably be looking at like scientific ideas and concepts and studies. Right. The only things that we can know. The only things that we can know. Right. Yeah. Because there's no clear Bible precedent for it. Mm-hmm. Oh, but Dan, <laughs> sounds like you're advocating picking and choosing from the Bible. Mm-hmm. No, I'm advocating throwing it out entirely. <sighs> Dan, I don't know how you ever think. <sighs> yeah. The society has to be based on something, Dan. Indeed it does. Something. Mm-hmm. I'm, I, I, 
I well, no, not necessarily. Society has sort of just managed you've, itself you've, pretty you've, well. You've made me sad today, Dan. <laughs> well, I certainly hope so, Frank. Ew! <laughs> that wasn't very pro-social. <laughs> That's you. true. I, Breaking your own little. Well, rules. you were getting all pouty. That's pretty antisocial as well. So. No, I am g- allowed to 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 show my <laughs> displeasure. Hello, pouty Frank and Mm-mm. antisocial Dan. Do 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 do. Hey. Hi, Jinx and Sue. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so if you have any ideas about how the uh, about how the Ten Commandments affect your life (laughs) on a daily basis, please feel free to let us know. By uh, you can email us at podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Find us and like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash TGIatheist. Yeah, fun stuff on the Facebook. Yeah. Go ahead, leave us a voicemail if you want to at 424-666-TGIA. Uh, Frank, Frank looked at me and didn't know if I knew the number. Well, 8442. Okay, All right. yes. That's the TGIA part. <laughs> it's 8442. I want you to know because, yeah, you know, it can be difficult on the cellular phone. That's true. Some of the phones don't have the, you know, the letters yeah. all out there. And you there. have to, like, go into a special app, or you have to look it up on the internet. Right. I've had to do that before. Right, yeah. Come on, people. So, you know, you got to give them both if you want to be cute and have the letters. 424-666-8442. There you go. All right. Anyway. Well, thanks for listening, guys. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye.